You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. Happy Friday. Thanks to Steve Coonan, Hawk CEO, for stopping by. Talking about our Hawks, they're back in action tonight against the Jazz. Tomorrow, it's at Nuggets. But the news came down last night, as Mike has said, uh, when we found out Trey Young was not going to be a reserve, which was kind of shocking. Mm. Um, no Hawks represented at the All-Star game, at least not right now. And again, due to injury or somebody being replaced, it's still a possibility. But we've been asking the question today, and you guys can hit us up. Why did our star get disrespected? A lot of theories are out there about Trey Young and how he's perceived and has he done enough this year and what is his perception around the country and his peers. We've been talking about it, guys, and we'll continue to. But as I said to Steve Coonan, the numbers say he's an all-star. But that wasn't the case. Mike, let's talk about the Falcons because they've been busy this week. They hire uh, Jerry Gray. They're they out there at the East-West Shrine game. But there are a few guys, Mike, that we got to make a decision on. So I want to throw these names out, and you tell me yay or nay. All right. Okay. What are we doing? Are we bringing them back or not? Caleb McGarry. Price got to be right. You know, that's the, 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 like all these guys you're going to ask me about. I mean, what's the number? Give me a number. $15 million? No, that's going to be too low. Probably going to want at least around 17 to 20 So you're not bringing him back. But he's solid run. He's a solid run blocking <laughs> You're wavering. offensive lineman. You're wavering. Are you bringing yes, him back? Yes, with uh, a face like somebody farted in church. How's that? Okay, that's like, fair. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Like, yeah, all right. That's fair. Isaiah Oliver. Yeah, he's good in the slot. He's a good nickel guy. He's a good. He's he's kind of found his niche in the NFL now. Never ever panned out for where he was drafted by Dimitrov as far as the lengthy kind of you know sort of. Almost Seattle-like defensive back you used to see in the old days. Um, but he certainly found his way after being injured as, as a nickel. Alameda Sakias. Let him go find some other place. Okay. Lorenzo Carter. Are you bringing him back? Nah, cheap. Again, got to be cheap. I'm not – he didn't do – you know, he, did, he was okay, but he didn't do enough to, to warrant a big, big monster contract. I mean, what are we talking, three years, 15? Okay. But he's not going to want – he's not going to settle for that. I mean, to me, nobody looks more like the prototypical defensive end edge rusher than Lorenzo Carter and just doesn't do it consistently. And by the way, Georgia guy, we love talking to him. He's a fun guy. But I just, again, unless by adding an addition of huge pieces on that D-line, does he come into his own? Big if. I wouldn't overpay. I like his, I, I, I like the upside, but I think hasn't everybody said it's all upside? We haven't seen the results consistently. I mean, would you bring him back? 
Question mark by his name for me. Yeah, it's just the money's got to be inexpensive, right? Thank you, Hugh. Question mark by his name. Last one. And the reason why this is important, guys, is because our general manager says we got to make a decision on our guys first. Before we get into free agency and, and, you know, which starts March 15th, by the way, 4 p.m., two days before that will be legal tampering, which is the 13th, which means we will start to hear teams knocking on doors of guys and and guys potentially thinking they're going to end up with that team two days before the league year starts. Last guy, Mike, Rashawn Evans. You're bringing him back. Again, he was on all these guys on one year deals. He and the guys, all all the dudes, you know, Lorenzo Carter, him were all on kind of prove it deals. Did he prove it enough? He's a three four linebacker, so probably a better fit if you're in a base three four. Good dude, but you know, does he? Is you bringing he, him back? I think I could probably find better. I think I could find better than all the guys you mentioned. But but Rashawn Evans had a lot of tackles, and and they liked him in the P system. But this is not Dean P's coaching this defense. All right, but again. All these guys you just mentioned, They're especially all, these are all decisions right. they've got to make. But when Rashawn Evans is in the is in the middle of the field and there's a lineman in his face, difficult to make plays, and that happened a lot because other than Grady, nobody on the defensive line was worth a damn. So it's hard to get a good sample size of what Rash- it would Rashawn Evans be better like any player. It'd be better with better players around him. All right. Sorry, I'm copping out on you, Rashawn Evans. All right, Squid Billy is screaming behind the glass. You want Rashawn Evans back, Squid? Uh, I do. My voice has not raised at all. Yeah, he was fourth in the league in tackles. If you, all right, let me ask you this: Did you guys want Foyer resigned? I did. We couldn't afford him, Mike. I did. Yeah, I guess I did. He, he they're, was, they're the same player. Yeah, he, I know, he, but it's it's not tackles for loss. It's tackles. Well, look, it's, th- it's not. But but we're not asking that. I mean, listen, uh, he, he does he does the baseline job. Uh, well, yeah, but it's even bigger than that. I mean, it's about fit. And I also think if you if a guy can still play, he showed us this year, whatever you thought about what he was in Tennessee, he can play. That that didn't matter. He came here and did his job, and he did it at a high level. This is where I'm at, Falcon fans. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're talking about these guys we got to make a decision on. You can't get to free agency and not have an idea of what you're doing with your guys. If you re-sign Caleb McGarry, you're not looking for a guard or a tackle. If you re-sign Rashawn Evans, you're not looking for a linebacker. If you don't, you go into free agency and you go, what is available? All right. But so, it means but these guys are all on prove-it deals. Lorenzo Carter, okay, I'll give you Rashawn Evans and Lorenzo Carter prove it. I'll say yes to then Rashawn. Squid Billy sold me yes. 159 tackles. Yeah, Rashawn Evans is a yes. Caleb McGarry, for me, is a yes because, and I hate it, because the only thing I'm concerned about, and I brought this up the other day, is mm. what is the motivation? Did it? T- it took a contract year for them to take that off the off the the the, the table? table, right? For and you to go, for you out. to go, yeah, I, I'm going to be as good as I can be. That's a little concerning. But if you're telling me the going rate for these guys at his position is 18 to 20 million, then yeah, I, I probably got to bring him back because I have more pressing issues at other positions. 404-741-0929. Mike, I'm with you on Zacchaeus. We still need a bigger burner. Right. who can get down the field and challenge for 50-50 balls. And I have no problem with bringing Isaiah Oliver back because you can never have enough good DBs. He did his job last year. I have no issues with that. But if McGarry leaves, then you're thinking even about drafting a tackle at eight. Right. And there you go. You could go because if you – the one thing is you swap out McGarry. We gave you the list of right tackles that are out there, and they're all basically guys that come with either age issues or flaws. Like they're good in the run, but they're not great in pass. So the dude we talked about from San Francisco was one. So you might be, and you're right. I'm like most Falcon fans in their cars right now, kind of going, uh, "All right, is it? You know, is is that the best? It's like you've got a you got a reliable 
station wagon in the driveway. We're going to keep it for a few more years. It's not sexy, you know, but I'm with you. It's just, it mo- what is the motivation? You disrespected him to a degree, that little fire. Now, if you give him money, he's going to sit on his butt? I don't know. I don't know. He's a good run blocker. He is that. But, and then because we are so run heavy and we're going to continue to be run heavy, that it, it, you can get by with him? I, do, I just like the idea of I finally got money You're to spend. You're wavering a lot. No, no, but I finally got money to spend, and then I can sit there and go, wow, I'm going to dedicate 50 or $60 million to Caleb McGarry, who's good enough. It's like I want excellence, and he's not excellent. You know what I'm saying? I he's, do. He's, it's like Jake Matthews, solid but not spectacular. Uh, listen, and Jake's a hell of a lot better than McGarry. And, and Bo, I know you want to chime in. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It's the Falcon Report. Right. Um, but that's a, and we are the definition of, like, uh, right now. That's what makes it so hard, some of these decisions. Coming up, we'll talk about our Hawks and, and more about Trey Young. But I said this. I don't want to overpay for good. That That Bingo. is where you get in trouble. But I will say this. When Terry Fontenot, Mike, out at uh, you know the, the East-West Shrine this week says, <laughs> it starts, we know that this is where we win games, uh, where games are, are won and lost, in the trenches. Well, then, that means you're taking care of guys. Right. That, that means you're going to take care of guys that you feel confident confident with and guys you trust. But what did you want to add? Well, you have to look at it this way. If you don't re-sign Caleb McGarry to a, to a friendly deal because he's already here, you're going to go overpay for a same caliber player right. on the free agent market. Or you're drafting one in the first or second round. The other thing I remind people is you don't need five all pros in the offensive line. I've been saying that for years. If you can get five guys who work together as a unit and do what they're asked to do. And and, and two two things. Everybody's like, why did Caleb McGarry all of a sudden make a jump? A couple of reasons. First year he's ever had an offseason where he was healthy and didn't have something going on. That was last year. Second, this is the first time in his NFL career – He's been a part of an offense that was suited to what he is strong run, suit is. Run football. This is a completely different offense we saw in 2022 than what he ran the entire of his career when he's here. So if if you think that, then boom. But I think you can get him. I think he wants to be here. I think he he likes consistency. He wants to right. live in Atlanta. He wants to be here. So use that. Sign him to a friendly deal because you've got. I know we've got money, but. You're, are you going to not re-sign all these guys that are friendly deals and then spend it on three players? No, and then not. you're in the same position no, you were and before. It's, it's and where you got to be smart. But let me say this. Right now, name me the offensive line that we went to the Super Bowl with. It was. None of them are in the Hall of Fame, no. nor will they be. No. Well, Mack will be. Who? Alex, Alex Mack. Mack will be. Yes, possibly. correct. Ten years. But you're Chris right. Chester and Trader and uh, Jake Matthews, no. The point is, you have to fill in the Andy gaps. Andy tree the other guard. Correct. You have to fill in the, the gaps. The average Falcon fan doesn't know that, Mike. If you stopped a guy on the street and said, tell me, who, who, what was the offensive line that took us to the Super Bowl? The point is, you're not going to have all pros at every position. You will have warts, but you have to have other guys that are good enough around them to cover that up. Part of the issue for us has been, whether it's in left guard or McGarry not balling out like we thought he would, we didn't have the guys around him. So I still think we have to improve the line. I'm not saying that. But this is a big decision for what Bo is talking about with the money. But Mike McGlinchey would be the number one guy, and he is just basically a slightly better version of Caleb McGarry when you look at his breakdown. Better against the run than the pass. He's commanding the big money. Orlando Brown, that's crazy money. McGarry, according to PFF, is the third best tackle. So when you get back at right tackle, you get back into it, Carl. Squid Billy laid it out. Yeah, it's not great, and I don't like to be settling, but we got bigger fish to fry. We've got to create a pass rush. We've got to get the best defensive tackle we can get. All right, so it's a yes on McGarry. It's a yes on Rashawn Evans. A yes on Isaiah Oliver. Zacchaeus, no. Lorenzo Carter, no. No. That's where we're at. 
And those are guys that they need to make a decision on before we get to free agency. By the way, Chris Lindstrom, they're going to sign to a long-term deal. Right. Hands down. He's, he's going to get taken care of. All right, we're coming back. We're going to talk about our Hawks. Trey Young. We took some phone calls earlier, and we'll open up the phones for you. Here's what I want to know. Why do you think our star got disrespected? A guy called in earlier. His name was Ryan in Smyrna, and he said, look, we've been following the Hawks. We go to games, but sometimes it's becoming more and more difficult to, to, to follow Trey because it seems like he's whining more and more. I don't know. What's your perception of Trey Young? Stukes and Bell. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. It is Dukes and Bell. We've been talking about Trey Young and our Hawks all day long. Glad to have you with us. Um, Hawks at Jazz tonight. And last night when it came out, I tweeted out the guys that basically were going to be the reserves. Mm -hmm. And I said, no Trey Young, huh? And, you know, you're talking about Joel Embiid. Uh, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, you're talking about Julius Randle, Drew Holiday, DeMar DeRozan, Tyrese Halliburton. Those are the reserves. And, and a lot of debate, Mike, was Trey not played better than those guys. What has been the percentage of winning or winning effect that Trey has had on this team this year? And the only reason I say that is because if you were to ask me, like Drew Holiday for Milwaukee, he's huge. He's huge as an impact as far as their winning and how they win. And you start talking about Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid may be the MVP outside of Joker right now. Or Luka. You start looking yeah. at these guys and you're going, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has a huge impact on winning for the Boston Celtics. Has Trey had that kind of impact with the Hawks this no, year? No, I mean, and, and again, for I think for Trey fans out there, like we're all Trey fans. We just want to see Trey elevate uh, his game. That's why he's not an all-star, guys. There's not enough wow moments. Steve Coonan gave you the breakdown. The fan vote killed Trey this time. And and I know that we've talked about what is a realistic expectation. Well, when you raise the bar to what he did in the run to the playoffs, I know I've said this is a broken record, but you get it. There's not enough of those moments. He's not providing that dagger, that big three, the one that makes sports center, because he's not doing it. He's not taking that many three shots. He's on pace for his lowest three-point shot attempts since mm -hmm. his rookie season. So there, there's and Mike, less. is that an attempt to try to get others involved? You think? I don't know what it is. I I, I think it's cons it is certainly conspicuous his lack of taking big threes this year. Yeah. And I thought that the idea was Dejounte could handle the ball, draw some coverage, whoosh, kick it over to Trey for an open look. Trey moving without the ball. But again, some of this goes back. This goes back to the chicken and the egg, the Nate and the Trey, right? How much of this is when the motion in the offense stops? But again, some of that is when Trey stops it. Mm. So I mean, I don't know what the fans are looking at. I just know you and I want more superstar Trey. We haven't had as much superstar Trey, and that's why I don't think he's an all-star this year. Jeremy says, fellas, I believe the biggest thing people have against Trey is his defense and him taking over a game quite like others have or uh, like others have this year. He's not doing it. How many fans are doing defensive breakdowns? Well, listen, very few. It's so easy to say he doesn't play defense, but let's be honest. I've said this. That's not his role. Play defense is effort. I didn't even fight through screens, make it difficult for guys who are shooting jumpers. But at the end of the day, he's not a defensive stopper. If that's what you're going to complain about, Trey, then you're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. Plays a better defense in the five-game win streak. There's a couple games we said he was actually, you know, doing some – but, again, that's not his calling card. No, it's not. All right, let's grab Liz in College Park because I'm asking you, what's your opinions on Trey Young? Liz, thank you for dialing us up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What are you thinking about this? Hey, Mike, hey, Carl, what's going on? Hey. What's going on? nothing much. Uh, I agree with Mike. 
Um, there's no wow factor there. A lot of people are fans of trends and um, just getting, you know, all that it factor. And you're right. Trey Young hasn't been that this year. You know, he hasn't been that logo Trey three. You know, people follow that. And that's a big reason why a lot of people haven't hasn't um, voted for him in the All-Star game. People want to see just, uh, job. John Morant and, you know, LeBron and all of them, they want to see those guys. They don't want to uh, see Trey this year because he hasn't really done that much. And we've been kind of on this roller coaster ride as far as our – we've been mediocre all year. So, I mean, people aren't really – they're not noticing like they were when we went on that East Coast uh, Conference run last year, a couple of years ago. Hey, appreciate that. For instance, Trey, I mean, you go to the Mecca. He goes back to New York. This was back early in December. Trey is 0 for 4, only attempts four three-point shots at the Garden. We only put up 89 points in that game. Not enough. And and that's the one where DeJounte had a brutal night. DeJounte yeah, got injured. He came out. Remember, he got hurt, only yeah. played four minutes. Yeah. So Trey's got a chance to take it over. Trey was negative 26, 19 points, four turnovers, and everyone was expecting him to come in and feed off that negative energy in the Garden, and it was nothing. It was a, it was a fizzle. And, and these are the games which, and again, the Nets game, national television, ESPN is here. Trey doesn't play. Calf contusion. Chance to go. That's the game where DeJounte goes off, and we came up just a few buckets short against the Nets. Yeah. Trey's not on the stage to have the moment to get people to go, yeah, that's Trey Young. Badass. Top 10 player. Liz in College Park, thank you for listening. Appreciate the input. And she's right. She's right. 404-741-0929. Do I feel like it was a snub? Yes. But when you get into it, and you start talking about the things we're talking about and what Mike's laying out and what Liz was saying, and, and, and I think you start to go, yeah, that's the reason why. It, it makes sense. I don't like it because I do want our guys to be represented and I do want our city to be represented, but, but it is what it is. And, and you have to say, how does, how does this turn? You don't go from being a two-time All-Star to all of a sudden now, well, he's not that good. There's something else to it. Chris, tell me again who's waiting. Billy in Canton is up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Billy, thank you for dialing us up. Where are you at on Trey Young? Uh, I'm a, I'm a big Trey Young fan, honestly. Uh, I think Trey does hear the noise a little bit. I think he hears it coming from the fan base. We can be fickle at times because sometimes Atlanta, as a fan base, we had a championship mindset without the chip sometimes. But uh, I do agree with both of you to, to a certain extent. I think Trey hears the noise, but at the same time, I'm glad that he did get voted to the All-Star because I think he needs that chip mm. on his shoulder. Understanding, I think, that's the reason why we haven't seen Logo Trey. He hears the noise. He He's responding to it. And I think in, in a lot of times he has gotten better. I don't think he has an issue playing with DeJounte. Mm. I think he actually likes the fact that he's here. You know what I'm saying? It does give us a chance. The, the NBA is a lot more difficult this year. You look, you can see that from the records and the, and the schedules and and how the teams. Uh, there's no really teams that really stand any anywhere above the head and shoulders above the rest besides basically Boston and uh, Memphis mm-hmm. and the Denver Nuggets probably. Philly probably you could say they're on the cusp. You could say Cavs are on the cusp. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think the NBA is a lot more difficult this year. I don't expect. Trade. I, I see a lot of things in the in the in the Hawks uh, organization where, you know, we we do need more. I feel like JC is probably maybe I, I love JC, but I think he's kind of our weakest link because he just don't he he can't yeah. get his shot down right. You know, what I'm saying and we just try no, to. No, he's find inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, he's it's well, a, lot, it's well, a well, lot of different directions, but we, I know he's trying to stay on track. Well, no, Billy. Here's the deal: the points are down with JC. Okay, this year, and you say, well, why? Okay, because he went from being, and we forget this, when he got here and he was drafted, JC came in, he was a 20 and 10, 22, 15, right. whatever. Those numbers are down. So you start to say, okay, w- w- what's going on? Is that an effect of the team he has around him? Here's what I was saying to Mike the other day about why the deal on the table when they had a deal to trade him made sense and then it didn't happen. He doesn't have the value. He doesn't have the same value. So now when you tell me the Hawks have said, or at least you know, told teams, we're not mandating a first-round pick, well, then your standards have gone down for what you want to mm-hmm. get in return for Jer- J.C. That, to me, is a problem. So I don't want to give him away for a bag of chips February 9th and feel like, oh, we, well, we got something back in return. He's still a $25 million player, but the value is not the same, which is why you move on from guys when you can get something of value in return. And we didn't do that, Mike. And now it's like, well, yeah, he's still available, but. Yeah, they blew it because we were playing, you know, whatever we're playing, power plays, moving out the former general manager, and you couldn't, you couldn't consummate a deal because we've got the son's owner or the, sorry, the son of the owner kind of, you know, fancying himself a personnel guy. You got a new general manager. Now, he's going to be judged by this uh, trade deadline six days away. There's no action right now. What is Landry Fields going to pull off? If John goes for nothing, that's a net loss. All we are doing is pairing salary. Steve Coonan told us last hour, wrestler is not opposed to getting into the uh, the luxury tax. Mm. Okay. Well, we we certainly weren't going to pay for a red velvet. He's gone. And we, you know, let's be honest, Carl. We're a team that is right in the middle. The good news is the Knicks you know, they, they, they don't trust the Knicks. They're trying to make some trades themselves. The Heat don't have any money for a big move. Cleveland ain't going anywhere, but the Nets may lose one of their best players in Kyrie. We need to get on a run. A run is sparked by superstars. DeJounte's done his job. Trey's averaging 26 and 7. 26.7, he's averaging nearly 10 assists. But there's no moments which you go, remember when Trey did? Remember the Trey? In uh, 2021, we had, what, 15 of those. I can't think of one this season. I can't think of one monster three-pointer he's dropped. Well, I told you guys weeks ago, signature games, and you didn't want to hear it. And I brought up Luka, and you didn't want to talk about it. And I told you last night, Giannis had 50 again last night. These are MVP-type moments. His team's down 21 to the Clippers, Mike. He has 54. He's got three 50-point games in his last 11 games. Those are the moments where you go, yeah, Giannis, Mm. you talk about him. We haven't done enough of that to talk about our guy, and I'm not saying you need to do it every night, but those signature moments have been absent. But the other thing is, guys, when Trey says last year, eh, regular season's kind of boring, and then we have to get stuck in the playing game, then what happens? What is your grand prize for getting bounced in the first round? We're not on national television a lot this year either. That helps your all-star candidacy. Yeah. Now, I don't know what – I mean, there's some hardcore fans. I don't know if they're stuffing the ballot box for Therese Halliburton, but he's got more assists than Trey, but I think Trey's a bigger brand. Trey should be in the All-Star game. He should be. All right, we're coming back. Chuck Smith uh, told us earlier who he thinks might fit for our Falcons. We'll play the full interview for you coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. But as the Senior Bowl and the East-West Shrine game play out, what did we learn? We'll talk about it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Odyssey.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <laughs> Guys, coming at us on Twitter, Carl. I know. Guys are like, why are you dragging Dre, uh, Trey? <laughs> We're not dragging him. He's our dude. I want him at the All-Star game. But the reality mm-hmm. is, as we've been discussing today, you know, Spencer, I'm sorry that you feel that that way. Like for months, we for months, what I've been asking for is more from our star. Right. Now, why we necessarily haven't gotten it, I don't know. But that that's that's the point. And I said this to Mike, and I don't want to compare our guy because I hate it because you all automatically think you know I'm I'm banging for the other guy. But I just told Mike, John Morant's up here, right? He's up here. Luca is up here. I don't like it. And by the way, enough of the revisionist history. If we had told you about Luca, there were a lot. If I had a dime for every guy who said Luca's too slow, yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. European guys, this European guys are that. So look, it is what it is. Okay, and Schlenk's gone, but only time will tell if Trey gets back to being this All Star caliber guy. Statistically, he should be an All Star. Why not? I said it to Carl last segment. We're not on national TV because we stunk last year, so you don't have the platform. When you go to the Eastern Conference Finals, everybody falls in love with this amazing story, and Trey's <laughs> going to be the next Steph Curry. And then all that goes backwards the last two seasons. That's mm. that's part of it, in my mind. It is. All right, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You can find us. Mike Bell, ATL. I'm going to put them up. See Dukes. The radio show, Dukes and Bell 92.9. Uh, Steve Coonan, by the way, and we tweeted this out, did tell us in the 5 o'clock hour, um, as far as the trade deadline is concerned, and I, I, again, I want to be verbatim here, because I asked him about what are we going to do and, and how active we'll be. He says, I think we'll be smart at the deadline. I expect the trade deadline to be active, but we're not going to make trades for the sake of making trades hmm. or the Twitter sphere. Okay. Okay. So that's what the Steve Coonan has said. February 9th is the trade deadline. If you're just joining us, Kyrie has asked for a trade out of Brooklyn, which we'll talk more about coming up. And um, a couple of things. We're just Stuff's happening today like crazy. One is – Sean Payton has officially signed his five-year deal with the Broncos, so he's tied in to there to there uh, to the Broncos. And Derek Carr now has permission. Mike, when we started the show today, he didn't. Yes, Adam Schefter about forty-five minutes ago says the Raiders are allowing him to go cut his own deals, kind of the way the uh, Texans allowed Deshaun Watson to start uh, shopping things around. So you and I have said it. Maybe Miami is an insurance policy. If the Jets can't get Aaron Rodgers, could he plug in with the Jets? Uh, you know, what about going up to San Francisco? 
I mean, I don't know. The money, he's going to want some coin now. That's the thing. Garoppolo and him, I, is it six to one, well, half are, a dozen? The other, by the way, as far as Garoppolo and Carr? Well, yeah, but aren't you taking on this contract? The only way he's going to get a deal is if they release Correct. him. And then he has a chance to renegotiate. Right now, you got to trade. You're going to make a deal because yes. they got his rights. Yeah, so that's $32 million for next season. And then it jumps to 41. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the Niners just got out of that situation with Garoppolo. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So you think about, I don't know what Miami's cap space is, because remember, guys, with Tua, they have not given Tua an extension. They've got to have a come-to-Jesus meeting with themselves and look in the mirror and say, can I trust Tua to give me 16 to 17 games next year? It's, it's a valid point. If, if ever. If he is traded, Derek Carr, which more than likely is the scenario, for because the Raiders, we want to get something for him. Right. You, if you release him, you get nothing for him. Then the team that acquires him, Mike, would then renegotiate a new deal. But those are the numbers currently where he's at. And I don't know how much of a pay cut right. he will be willing to. That's going to be part of these negotiations, how much of a pay cut he's willing to take. How soon do they have to drop him before they got to eat, the, eat that contract? No, it'll be just like Deshaun Watson's deal. Okay. Remember Deshaun Watson had just signed a deal when all that stuff happened? Right. So what will happen is is they'll, they'll agree to a contract in principle before the trade, and then they'll just basically tear it up and redo the deal. I don't think he's he's not going to take – he's not going to be playing for $25 million next year. No, I don't think so This either. is a guy who's going to make 40-something million. Yeah. He can sit on it and do nothing. But he's still viewed – look at what he did last mm-hmm. night. He's still viewed as a high-caliber quarterback in this league and a starter. So whoever gets him is either going to be looking for a franchise quarterback like as far as building around him or thinking they're that guy away from right. a Super Bowl. To me, Miami makes the most sense. You know, the, I just think the Dolphins, I, it would be interesting because you got a window. You, you you nearly beat the Bills in their stadium with a crappy third-string quarterback. You know, you've got the pieces there, man. Yeah. you got the wide receivers. you got the weapons. you got uh, you got a great defense. That's right. I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking about either, that. If he goes to Miami, Mike, or he goes to the Jets, somebody, obviously, Zach's sitting the bench, Tua's sitting right. the bench. Because you're not going to bring Carr in, and that's not going to happen. So we'll keep an eye out, guys. But he has now gotten permission um, and he will be able to negotiate, and, and they'll try to find a home for him. All right, let's talk about what Chuck Smith told us because the Senior Bowl is tomorrow. East-West Shrine game. Mike, you were mentioning a bunch of field goals, huh? <laughs> yeah, if you were looking for defense, you got it. Uh, it was basically a lot of dudes from Mac schools that were showing out defensively. There was an like, interior lineman, a couple of edge rushers, a couple of corners, a corner from Ball State. I won't bother you with the name. You'll see it in the combine in a couple of weeks. But it was 12-3, all field goals. So, not exactly a barn burner. Uh, Big Chuck Smith, though, looking at some talent down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, which we're going to see this weekend. Yeah, the full interview's coming up because we asked him about specific names. But what about Fitz, specifically for our Falcons? Uh, I think there's some good offensive linemen now. I'll tell you this. There were some cats that really stood out. It was some big man battles down there. And I got to hold up. I'm, I'm looking at my little sheet real quick. I'm, I'm not trying to. Okay. I got to say this cat's name. You might have him right up the top of your head. The kid from North Dakota State, the redhead kid, and I was around him a million times. What is his name? Where is he? I'm looking at the sheet. I'm not going to, because we ain't got but limited time. Listen, somebody going to text it in. I can't find this cat's name. Hey, they got a cat from North Dakota. Cody Mock. Cody Mock is the dude. Cody Mock. And I'm sorry I can't remember because he wasn't in my group, but I was around him, messing around with him, talking. Because I told him one day, I was like, bro, if I'm you, and you're going against the guys I'm dealing with, you're supposed to try to kill them. You, I'm telling you, try to tap them out. Mm. This cat said, that's what I'm going to do, sir. <laughs> and I was looking for an interview. No, seriously. This dude is worth the Falcons. Try, I don't know what, wherever. 
this dude's a killer, man. So I'm and everybody else like this dude's gonna be a beast. So I'm there. He's doing an interview. I'm listening to his interview at the uh, the big the, the national media event a couple of days ago. Somebody said, you know, if you weren't playing football and when you get done with playing football, what are you gonna do? He said, I'm just gonna go to back to my daddy's farm and I'm gonna just be a farmer. <laughs> man, this dude, dude, red hair, love that, 300 some pounds. He has no front teeth. Go look at him. He's a grizzly. I love him at offensive line. The dude, literally, as you heard described by Chuck Smith, he he looks like a hillbilly. He looks like something you would see on a sitcom. Big red hair, big mane. Looks like he's playing hockey. He's got no teeth. As Chuck said, no teeth in the front. And this guy is a mauler. He is just crushing people. And there's video of this guy that, uh, whether it's the Senior Bowl or doing things in North Dakota, he's just absolutely a beast. So this is a dude, this is why you go to the Senior Bowl to raise your stock. Yeah, and, you know, for Chuck, you go down there, he's he's looking at his notes. You are thrown into the fire with a bunch of guys that you've not coached, that you don't know, and you're trying to remember everybody's name and number. Um, But we are going to be talking about some of these guys. And, again, it doesn't mean we take them in the first round. There will be some guys from the Senior Bowl that get first-round grades, but it's about finding that diamond in the rough, Mike, and if mm. this guy is available maybe in the third or fourth round, and you go, right. oh, we saw him. We liked him. <laughs> I just tweeted out at Mike Bell, ATL. Take a look at this dude. I mean, he looks like he looks like a maniac yeah. is what he looks like. All right, coming up, top three at six. Uh, we'll get the top stories of the day, including the timeline is weird on this. I mean, it really is. And I'm going to explain to you what I'm talking about when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 